You are listening to the Real Estate Proverbs Podcast with host Kevin Jefferson. This is the number one podcast for African-American real estate professionals who are doing extraordinary things. It's time to tune in. And now, your host, the people's lender, Kevin Jefferson. Kevin Jefferson. Welcome to the Real Estate Proverbs Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Jefferson. Today, our guest is Mr. Jock Mountain. Good morning, brother. Good morning, sir. Hey, how, how was your weekend? Everything was good. It was good. Good weekend of uh, football out there. So it was good. Okay, <laughs> that's good. It was good, man. A lot of honeydews to do. Uh, getting ready to get on the road. Uh, so I had to make sure we get things taken care of. But for the most part, good weekend. Spend with family. Okay. Uh, I love spend family, quality, quality time with family. So okay. it was good, man. It was good. All right. Jack, tell us a little bit about who you are. All right. So um, Jock Mountain uh, Dream Home Inspections. I have been a home inspector for 15 years. So this is what I do as a career. Uh, passionate about it. My wife and I you know, run the company. We have multiple inspectors who work for us. And basically we're doing home buying um, inspections for home buyers predominantly. And, you know, we cover radon and mold and lead-based paint. There's all the things people need to know before they purchase a home. We also do commercial inspections, churches, daycares, warehouses. So pretty much if it's standing, uh, we can come out and inspect it. Gotcha. How did you get into home inspections? All right. So you want me to tell the, the real story? You want me Tell the real story, man. <laughs> okay. So uh, when my wife and I first got married, I was a uh, supervisor at a warehouse and, you know, forklifts and, you know, nine to five, that kind of stuff. And my wife was actually a loan officer. So this was uh, 2006. So, um, you know, we never had any entrepreneurs in our family. Everybody was, you know, school teachers and principals and stuff like that. So for her to be a loan officer, I wasn't really understanding all the dynamics of it. I just knew she didn't go to work every day. And I was like, why, why don't you, why are you not going to an office? This, what kind of job is this that you don't have to go there? And so, you know, she was doing her thing, processing, you know, working with the processes, getting the loans done. And I always remember her first closing when she got her check. Her check was more than like my whole month's pay. And I was just like, oh, like, wait a minute. Like, I just put in 40 hours a week for four weeks. And OK, so it it, it caught me. It's like, OK, I'm missing something. I don't I don't understand. Maybe I don't understand real estate like, I, you know. So so anyway, long story short. That started me down the path of saying, how can I get into real estate? How can I get, you know, be an appraiser, electrician, plump, something real estate related? And uh, as I went on that search, I found home inspections. Uh, and pretty much that was that was the beginning of it. Gotcha. Gotcha. So I, give her, I give her the credit. I give her the credit for uh, yeah, sparking my interest. Gotcha. Gotcha. So in terms of becoming a home inspector, um, what would someone have to do? Like, how do they get into the business? Okay. So here in the state of Georgia, Georgia has no license, uh, no training requirements to be a home inspector. But anything that you do, you know, of course, you would want to be a professional about it. So you have to take a training course and, you know, get some training, get some information on how to go out and start your business. Uh, that's something we provide for people who are interested in the business now. But uh, definitely, basically, just take a course and uh, get you some training uh, to get going here in Georgia. Gotcha. Any type of uh, certifications you need or you prefer? Georgia doesn't require anything. Wow. So literally, you could just go out today and be Kevin's home 
inspections and nobody, nobody could question. It. So what I tell the people that come to the class is this, you don't have to take this class, but if you don't, you're going to go out of here uneducated. You're going to go out of here trying to inspect people's homes, just trying to get a dollar. And it's going to come back to bite you, you know, because people do sue home inspectors. I mean, that's a nationwide thing. Uh, but yeah, but Georgia just doesn't have any stipulation. So we at least recommend, you know, coming to our course like ours, where we offer a three day workshop. We take you out on inspections. We teach you all of the, the basics of HVAC, electrical plumbing, roofing foundations. You know, so we're trying to give people enough information that you can go out here and run a solid business. And we've been doing that over 10 years. So it's, it's working. And then, uh, of course, we've then taken that same information and brought it over into the investment community. So we're trying to help our investors say, listen, before you go out here and flip a house, know some basics. Know some of this stuff that we're talking about. Know um, as I always say, when I go to the real estate seminars for the investors, uh, how can you oversee what you don't understand? How can you oversee a contractor when you have no clue of what he's doing? So I want you to be educated. And I'm big on education, big on teaching. Uh, that's why I appreciate this opportunity because you can't oversee what you don't understand. You know, and, I, and when I come to the uh, seminars, I ask the investors, I say, well, how many of y'all, you know, know what a, a, you know, this ABC panel is? Nobody raises their hand. I was like, that's a guaranteed panel that has to come out of a house. How many of y'all know about the, you know, XYZ plumbing? Nobody raised their hand. That's guaranteed plumbing that has to come out of a home. And you're you're trusting a contractor to do all of this for you to to just you you trusting him with 60, 70, a hundred thousand dollars. And you have no idea what he's doing. And to me, that is just ridiculous. You cannot oversee what you do not understand. So we're big on get educated, know what you're doing, know what you're buying, know the product that you're producing. Because if not, it's, it's coming back to you uh, in some shape, form or fashion. Wow. That's weird, man. On the largest purchase that you're going to make in your life, there's no licensing for the person to inspect Correct. Wow. That's mm -hmm. yeah, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. Because yeah. even when we go do um, we do home buying seminars for first time home buyers. Right. And one thing, the part of our seminar is we give them here's five questions to ask a home inspector. You know, ask him, you know, is he certified? Where do you get certified? How long have you been inspecting? How many inspections have you done? How long does the inspection take? What's the typical cost? Because a lot of these quote unquote inspectors are just handymen, guys who know a lot about houses and, and you know, I, I got you. I can come out because I can come out and inspect it. And then, you know, anything you need fixed, I can fix it too. Well, that's a conflict of interest. You can't do both. So we're trying to at least get them information because I've had so many people over the years where, yeah, I don't, I don't need an inspection because, you know, my uncle, he flipped houses or, you know, my cousin, he an electrician, you know, <laughs> but that's that is far from just being an inspector. So yes, there are a lot of people out here who are buying homes, not paying the money to get them inspected. And especially with this market, waiving the inspection, man, you looking to buy a nightmare. If you just, you just 200,000, 250, 300 with no information. Yeah, that's, 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 that's rough. Wow. So when you um when you when you go in to do a home inspection walk us through that process and i know it's a tedious process but give us the the dumbed down version okay so we have what we call the big five which are the five major areas of the home so number one we're going to look at the roof heating and air 
electrical, plumbing, and the foundations. Any of those five areas that have major or significant problems can cost you thousands of dollars right off the rip. Um, you know, a garbage disposal can be replaced. Uh, a toilet can be tightened up. But if you got plumbing issues, electrical issues, roof foundation issues, those are the big things we're looking for to let people know. Because most of the time, over my years of inspecting, man, I've inspected probably 10,000 homes, churches, all kind of buildings. Those are the areas that people walk away from the home for. You know, they say the deal killers. The inspector killed the deal. Well, we didn't kill the deal, but we did inform them so that they'll know what they're buying. Uh, most people can't afford to buy a $10,000 a home and then put a $10,000 roof on. They can't afford to buy a home and then immediately put in $6,000 heating and air system or Maybe the electric panel, there's a number of electric panels out there that have recalls on. So we're trying to give them enough information about the home that they can make a quality decision. So we can't tell you whether or not to buy the house. We're not going to tell you whether we would live in it. And we can't give you the cost on how much it's going to cost to fix everything because now you're getting us in trouble. <laughs> we're just saying, here's some serious concerns. Here's some minor concerns. At the end of the day, do what's best for you and your family. So that's the, the 60 second version. Don't you find it like an oxymoron? that they say, oh, the home inspector killed the deal, but then, oh, he didn't do his job. You know what I mean? Like, if it's not exactly, if it's not exactly the way they think it should be, then you over inspected it. And if there's issues that come up afterward, it's under inspecting it. Yes, yes. You you must be an inspector, sir, because <laughs> yeah, that is a that is a common thing. Um, you know, this is why, you know, we're married and this is why we have good wives that help us. Right. You know, my wife, you know, because I, when I come home with those type of issues where, well, oh, you killed the deal, ma'am, sir. I didn't kill the deal. The house killed the deal. But if I didn't tell you it had a recalled electric panel or a defective electric panel, then you'd be calling me back on the other side. You know, the agent. Why didn't you tell my client they had this? And why didn't you tell my client they had this? But then, like you said, if you do tell them, then it's, oh, Lord, you know, now they're not going to buy it. Now we got to, you know, so the whole thing is this. We're not alarmist. We're going to give you the information. And I can tell you about a $10 problem or a $10,000 problem in the same breath. Hey, man, this is a recall. It's going to be about $10,000. <laughs> Because it, it doesn't hurt me. I just right. want you to know what you think, you know, so and then we have and then we do have a number of good real estate agents who appreciate that. Who say, listen, I don't want my home buyer to buy anything that we already know is a problem, especially when you can just Google it. You know, some of this stuff, if you just type in the name of the electric panel or the plumbing pipe, Google got 10,000 articles on why this thing is bad. So I should at least let you know that. So, yeah, man, it's our job to educate the people. And like I said, however the transaction turns out, that's on them. But we at least want you to know what you might. Gotcha. So in terms of recommendations, um, mm -hmm. what are you guys able to recommend happen if there's an issue? Example, HVAC. Um, if you see that there's an issue with the, with the HVAC, it, are there limits to what you can tell the buyer they need to do? Or do you just use a blanket statement to cover yourself? No, our job is to always find the problem and then recommend them to a professional. Okay. So not our job to give an estimate on what it's going to cost, uh, life expectancy, how much longer you think this is going to last. I mean, nobody knows that. And, you know, I've had that asked so many times over the years. I asked people, I said, listen, I said, have you ever looked at your tire going out to your car one day and you see the tread on your tire? And they'll go, yeah, yeah, I've seen that before. I said, how many more miles do you have before you get a flat? They said, I don't know. I said, same concept. I can tell the roof is old, six months, a year, two years. I don't know. I'm just letting you know, this is the tread on the tire. We don't need to keep going around 285. 
with this tread showing because you might end up with the hero truck coming to get you. So that's what, you know, that's what we do. So our job basically is find the issue and then refer to a qualified professional. So I saw the tread on your tire. I'm referring you to these people to go get you some new tires, you know, NTB or whoever it is. So that's what we do. So our job is just identify and refer. Just like when I tell people when they go to a general physician, I say home inspector is a general physician. You go to the doctor, you say, doc, my knee keeps hurt. Well, the doctor doesn't operate on your knee the first day you come. He gets you to walk around, tell me when it hurts, where it hurts. And then he says, you know what? I'm going to send you to a specialist. So that's our job. We just identify the issues and then go ahead and refer them to a specialist to go ahead and get it taken care of, which would be your electricians and plumbers. Dot, dot, dot. Gotcha. Gotcha. And in terms of um, in terms of like when you do the home inspections, do you prefer the buyer be there or not be there? <laughs> we prefer that they come at the end. So that way we can do everything we need to do, get into all the areas we need to get into, and then we can do a summary with them at the end. Uh, some buyers come, you know, they just sit down, read a book, get on their laptop, they're good. Uh, we get some buyers who come and, you know, they want to inspect with us. So, yeah, and, and you know, my my preference is that they come at the end because I tell them this, I said, um, you know, of course we've had buyers that come and they want to ask a lot of questions during the inspection. And I said, listen, if you keep asking me questions, eventually I'm going to get distracted and I'm going to miss something. You're paying me to go through the home, look at everything closely. But if you keep pulling me to what you think is important, then potentially we can have problems. And so I always ask them this. I said, listen, when I come to the home inspection, I said, I'm at work. And they go, they go, oh, okay, I didn't think about it that way. I said, yeah. I said, this house is my job. I said, now, if I came to your job, to your cubicle and stood at your cubicle and talked to you for two hours, I said, are you going to eventually miss something? They was like, yeah. I said, okay. So let me let me have my two hours. This is my cubicle. And they were like, oh, okay. So, you know, I try and make it nice for them. But uh, yeah, we definitely prefer that they come at the end and then they can ask all the questions they want, you know, talk about stuff. Gotcha. How long does it typically take uh, for a home inspection? Average size house, maybe 2,000 um, square feet. Yeah, yeah. We, we we set aside two hours, minimum, yeah, two hours. And it, it can go longer if it's a bigger home, but just our basic home, you know, we're going to be there about two hours. Okay. That's not too bad. And in, no. in, ter in terms of um, once you're finished and when the buyer comes, let's say they come at the end and you do a summary, is there a report that's printed out immediately? Does it get emailed to them? How does that work? Okay. So it just uh, really depends on the, a lot of times the due diligence. We <laughs> normally uh, recommend, we normally provide 24 hour turnaround. So we go out Monday morning, Tuesday morning, you're going to have the inspection report by, you know, however that, you know, you do it like that. If it's a builder and it's brand new, sometimes we can just finish the report right there and go ahead and give it to them. So, but pretty much most of the time, less than 24 hours, you're gonna have a report. And then we email it and then we have them send it to the seller or their agent or whoever they need to send it to, to uh, do the negotiating. Gotcha. So since you mentioned it, it was one of my questions. New construction. Um, mm -hmm. You re Do you recommend a home inspection on a new construction house? Yes. <laughs> I recommend a home inspection on any home. And people build homes. And, and I think this is, I know what the builders are trying to do, but I, I still think it's a its a deceptive kind of thing. Um, I've had so many home buyers that have called because their agents have almost insisted they get a home inspection. And they'll say, well, I don't want to get an inspection because the builder said the county already inspected it or the city already passed everything. And what they don't know is that the county and the city are just looking for code violations. They're not inspecting the home like we do as home inspectors. They're not going through and 
checking all the toilets and the windows and the outlets and the doors and the air. They're checking items that are most important to that county or that city. Nobody's going to do a complete home inspection for you when a county inspector has to cover 20 or 30 houses a day. He just doesn't have time to do it. So, yes, I recommend a home inspection on any home because if 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 the, if the city and the county did everything, we wouldn't have a job. There would never be a need for a private inspector to go out to a subdivision if the city and county came through and inspected all of them. But we know that's just not the case. So, yes, we recommend inspection on anything that people build. If people didn't build it, then don't get it inspected. But if people <laughs> put their hands on it, yeah, we need to get that inspected. Cool. And when you do like, um, so on a new construction, um, do you inspect it the same way you do a pre-existing home or is there a little shorter checklist? Like, give me an idea. Um, on new construction, we're going to inspect it the same way, but we're looking for the latest, uh, you know, use this word, the stuff that's going to be up to code, you know, the building code. Okay. So it's built in 2021, 2022, 23. We are looking for it to be current. And uh, I guess I just jump, you know, I don't know if you want to talk about the building code, but yeah. So that's a, that's one of the things that we really stress with the investors is that if you put in a brand new electrical plumbing, HVAC system, those things have to be up to code. They have to be per the code book. And what we find is that most of our contractors are not familiar with the most current building codes. And renovations, for the most part, are normally our, our worst inspections because people are so shocked that we come in and find 40 pages worth of stuff wrong. And they're like, man, they just flipped this house. I said, right. They flipped it based on information that was out in 2010, 2012, 08, and they're not current. So this is wrong. You know, well, this is a brand new electric panel. Yeah, but it was installed to a 2008 standard. That's wrong. You know, it's a brand new water heater, right? Installed in the 2012 building standard is wrong. And so that's the problem that we're having really more so with the uh, renovations. Stuff has to be up to code when it's brand new. So yeah, once again, new construction, back to your question. Yeah, we're going to expect it the same way, but we're looking for code issues, you know, per se. Uh, same thing with a renovation. And that's why, once again, how can you oversee what you don't understand? I'll give you a quick example and I'll you know, let you jump back on track. Went to a renovation one time. Um, this was for the owner. The owner wanted to get an inspector before she put it on the market. I said, your electric panel is installed wrong. She said, how is that? I said, because they gave you all plain breakers that just cut on and off. I said, they should cut on and off, but they should have a little safety button that you can press and trip them. And she said, oh man, I already paid him $1,200 for this. I said, well, that's, that's unfortunate. I said, but it's still wrong. So now she's got to try and go back to this guy, figure out why he didn't do it, blah, blah, blah. Now you got an argument on your hands because you just didn't know. And I told her, I said, let me give you a real quick example of why he didn't do it. I had to pull out a phone. I said, Google this breaker that you have. She was like, oh, okay, $6, right. I said, Google the one I'm telling you you're supposed to have. It's $46. I said, that's why he, he didn't do it. He's not going to go and buy $400 worth of breakers when he can go and buy $48 worth of breakers because you don't know. Yeah. So she really needed a whole new electric panel, but he's got his money. He's gone. He's not coming back. Yeah. So, yes. So once again, everybody needs an inspection regardless. Wow. And I guess when people do renovations, um, I guess when they deal with the contractor, they need to verify how knowledgeable the contractor is. But but you can't unless you, you know, because you don't know. Yeah. Right. You don't. know. Yeah. So because when I come to the seminars like where we met, 
um, you know, I said, well, because I, I already know the stuff they're going to say. I said, well, how many of the investors, how many of y'all have a licensed Georgia contract? Oh, I do. How many of y'all know he's he's got million dollars of insurance? Oh, yeah. He's got workers come. Oh, yeah. You've seen his work before. Oh, yeah. I, I know all of that. Okay, great. And then I said, well, what if he put in this type of panel versus this type of panel? Is that right or wrong? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> what if he put in this type of water heater versus this type of water heater? Is that right or wrong? I don't know. What if he leaves this plumbing versus installing new plumbing? Is that okay? And I said, the three things I just brought up to you, I said, just cost you about $15,000. Wow. Everybody's, oh, okay. Now we, I got your attention. What if he builds a deck like this versus a deck like this? Is that right or wrong? And I, they're like, oh, I said, so now you need a new deck new plumbing, new electrical. I said, everything he just did is wrong. You know, and I provide pictures with him to show it. I was like, look, I go to these houses on a regular basis. So, um, you know, Kevin, you have to be trained. You have to be licensed. You have to get continued education. We do too. Um, I'm a part of a home inspection organization that if you do not keep up your um, continued education hours, they won't renew your membership the next year. Everybody is not a part of a home inspection agency. That's a home inspector. Everybody's not keeping up with the training and the codes and all that kind of stuff because it's not required. But contractors and some of these guys, they don't they don't go to class. They've been doing this work. You know, my uncle taught me how to do it, doing it. I'm getting paid. I'm doing well. So I'm not about to stop and go to a class. So, yes. Wow. How much is a typical home inspection? Typical home inspection in Georgia, you should expect to pay at least $350, a minimum, and then it can go up from there, just depending on the size of the home, the location, the age, you know, just different parameters. But I would say a minimum price is $350 for your basic home. Gotcha. Do you think that in a home inspection, you get what you pay for? Because sometimes I know there's some guys who probably, or, or ladies who probably charge a little less than $350. You probably do. You probably do. <laughs> yeah, you probably do. Because, uh, you know, and just being honest, you know, when I first started uh, coming out, my prices were a lot lower because I was new to the industry. I was just trying to get my name out there. Of course, I had been trained and, you know, went through a course and all that kind of stuff. But at the time, it was almost like this is my my entry level price. Years later, as people get more experienced and they know more and can share more, uh, you know, they're pretty much going to be charging with, you know, it's the same thing like going, you, you go to the best Western, <laughs> you go get the free breakfast in the morning with the little pancakes. You go to the Ritz, they're going to cook your breakfast for you. It's the difference. They'll bring the breakfast to the room and they'll roll it in on a cart and got a white tablecloth on it and call you Mr. and Mrs. You you get what you pay for. Right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> so if, if I'm a first time home buyer, right? And I want to get a home inspection. How I know you say you have five uh, questions that the person should ask the home inspector. Um, do you do you think I should interview more than one home inspector or go with the recommendation of my realtor? So realtors are required to give three recommendations. Uh, normally, they have a preferred uh, inspector. But they have to give three. But yeah, I think you should talk to all of them and just hear what people have to say, what they do, why they do what they do. Um, I mean, there's a standard, a home inspection standard. You know, if you join an organization, certain things you should do and shouldn't do. But once again, just the additional services that they offer. What do they cover? Why don't they cover it? Uh, the report turnaround, you know, just just all those type of things. So, yeah, I think you should talk to them yeah, and then find out exactly what's best for you. Gotcha. In this environment we're in, in terms of uh, the real estate market booming, 
Um, how, you know, how are things going in terms of home inspections? Are you guys booked out for weeks, months, or are you able to get them in? How does that work? Uh, we are definitely staying busy. Uh, we're, we're getting them in, you know, two, two, three, two, three days in advance. So, but it, yeah, it's, it's definitely, uh, yeah, it's, it's booming, like you said. So yeah, we're definitely staying busy. So no, I'd like to be booked out weeks in advance. So feel free to all book online. Yeah. I'd love that. But yeah, we can get them in pretty much the same week. And then, you know, if I have, I have multiple inspectors on my team. So if somebody calls, I mean, we can literally have somebody there the next day, you know, so. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. You mentioned having uh, courses for um, for for someone who wants to get into home inspecting, right? Yes. How often do you host those? Okay. So we do a home inspection course once a month. Uh, we normally do a third weekend of the month, and that is for people who want to enter the industry. Um, I also have investors who take the course, real estate agents. Uh, I've had handymen, HVAC people. Because of the the level of teaching that I, you know, the training I get, I come back and bring that uh, to the students and you know different organizations. So I get different people take it for different reasons. But normally it's once a month. It's a three day course. It's a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We take you through all of the basics, the foundational stuff, and then we take you out into the field and we do some live inspections. So we let you get into a crawl space and go into an attic, you know, all the stuff that people scared of. <laughs> so make sure you know, hey, this is going to be a part of your job. This might be a part of what you're doing. And then once they get the home inspection uh, certificate and the training, I show them that there are other opportunities out here for this same uh, information to be used in other industries. You know, one of the ones right now that's real big is insurance adjusters. You know, um, I have a friend that works in FEMA. He sent me a link the other day. I was like, listen, send this out to all the inspectors that you know, because FEMA is looking for inspectors to do insurance adjusting. Even though you don't have the insurance adjuster license, they're in such a need right now. And because they know home inspectors know homes that well, it's an easy transition to go out there and do. So good opportunity to go out there and make some additional money. And then I try and show them all the different ways that this information can be used uh, to make money. So back to your question. Once a month, we offer the course and uh, we always have all the dates and everything, registration link on our website. Gotcha. What's your website for someone listening who's interested in either listening as a home buyer or investor or who wants to see about getting into the industry? So our website is Dream Home Inspection with no S, dreamhomeinspection.org. That's dreamhomeinspection.org. And then we are on Instagram. I'm Mr. MR, Mr. Dream Home Inspections. And my wife is Mrs. Dream Home Inspections. So yeah, you, you know, the link's in the bio um, on Instagram. So you can go there and sign up as well. Gotcha. Question uh, I want to know, is there mm-hmm. any is there any way to tell if um, a house has the Chinese drywall that they were putting in back in like 08? Man, that, hopefully that stuff is not still out there. <laughs> Yeah, if it does, uh, it normally has that egg smell to it, that strong, uh, because it's got sulfur in it. Okay. And then the humidity in the summertime, it starts to smell. Uh, if the walls, I mean, well, if the walls were down, the dry- drywall would be gone. But then the sulfur, basically, it, it corrodes the copper in the home. So that was one of the things. It would turn the copper wire. You know, copper's got that shiny luster to it. It turns them black. Mm. So any type of metal 
So what will happen is we go and we take the cover off the electric panel, all the copper wires would be black. If people had any type of metal, anything hanging in the home, chandeliers, light fixtures, it would literally, that sulfur would turn it black. So that was the sign. So the black wiring and then the strong, that strong egg smell that people used to call it uh, was a sign that had the Chinese driver. Wow. I always wondered how you could tell. I, um, just trying to figure out because I mean to me not drywall looks like drywall but that's a good <laughs> that's a good way to uh for someone to know right now, right now it, it, it should be it should be gone by now I mean it was that was what 2008 yeah around uh, 2008 2000 yeah so yeah hopefully it's all gone yeah I hope so too so in terms of your uh sorry about that in terms of dream home inspections where do you mm-hmm. see it going in the next five years oh man I, man putting me on the spot okay <laughs> <laughs> so i mean of course we want to continue to inspect um you know and i'm transitioning more to a ownership leadership role where i'm just doing teaching and training and um you know and our ultimate goal you know is to to build homes and so that's what we want to make our next move to. So just basically growing the company to a point where it runs by itself. You know, it's a system where everything just does what it's supposed to do, whether I'm there or not. And then, you know, we can branch off into uh, doing affordable homes or maybe even some signature homes uh, for, for the people. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up, man. Yeah. Anything that you would recommend to someone that's looking to get in the home inspection business uh, that you think is overlooked because it's a small thing, but you think it's very important? Mm. It is a lucrative business. Okay. And one of the things that I stress with our students, uh, we have a number of them who come out over the last couple of years that are doing extremely well. I'm talking about, I mean, some of these guys shocked me with how well they're doing. I mean, they're, uh, man, Ken Reese, uh, 360 property inspections. Man, Ken's doing 20 inspections a month and he still works a full-time job. So wow. he, is, he is just doing phenomenal. And then the thing is, there's so much business that I don't even, sometimes I don't even hear from these guys because they're doing so well. Like we're not out here competing for business. We're not running down the same agents. Um, I, I happen to run into them somewhere. I'll see them at a Lowe's or a seminar and man, how you doing? Oh man, that's why I hadn't talked to you because I'm, I'm just doing so well, business is going. So it is a very, very, it, it can be very lucrative. There's so many different avenues you can go. Um, the commercial route, if you ever wanted to work for a city or a county, like we can get you into all of that kind of stuff. I just think the whole industry has just been overlooked, period. Uh, so I think, you know, if you're interested in it, definitely reach out, uh, give us a call, go on the website, find out some more information. But it's it's definitely a profitable business for people who want to get into it. Gotcha. And what type of, and I know you said they don't have to be licensed. Um, mm-hmm. Are there any type of insurance requirements or any type of insurance you suggest? Well, for resales, there's nothing required. Now, builders require a lot. So you're not just going to run up on a new construction lot, DR Horton or Pulte or Knight or any of the national builders. You're not just going to go out there and inspect without having credentials. Okay. But new construction is, you know, 2% of the market. So if I get 100 calls, I mean, 5, 10 of them might be new. Uh, but the other 90%, there's nobody asking for anything. Now, we do always recommend to have general liability and E&O insurance, Arizona omissions in the event something does go wrong. But nobody's asking for that because they know it's not a requirement. 
required. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, cool, man. I appreciate it. I learned uh, quite a bit about, you know, home inspections here um, and just, you know, about things that we should definitely take advantage of. For someone who's looking to get in contact with you, if they have more questions, if they want to use your services, how can they reach you? All right. Our number is 678-516-9467. They can give us a call. Uh, We have an office manager who takes all the calls, does all the scheduling. And then if it's something more pressing, they need to talk to me directly. Then, of course, I could always talk to them about the course. And once again, our website, Dream Home Inspection with no S on the end.org. And everything is out there. You know, all the frequently asked questions. What about the license? What about the test? What about this? It's all on the website. So, yeah, we're here for training. We're here for inspections. Whatever it is, uh, we can help you with inspection related. Uh, we are available. That's awesome, man. Hey, Jock, I appreciate you, man. Um, this is my guy right here. If you need a home inspection, give him and his company a call. They'll take good care of you. They'll do it the right way. Man, I appreciate you. Uh, and I Thank look you. forward to seeing the growth in your company. And I look forward to doing some of those seminars with you, too, brother. Um, all right. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Proverbs podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Jefferson. If you haven't already, please subscribe, share, and like. Have a great day. Thank you for listening and be sure to follow Kevin on Instagram at The People's Lender. We'll see you here next time on Real Estate Proverbs with Kevin Jefferson.